What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. I'm your host, Drew. Thank you for making me part of your week. In this upcoming episode, I'm going to break down week three of the Buffalo Bills' crazy, heart-stopping win against the L.A. Rams. And in segment number two, I'm going to give you a brief preview of the upcoming game against the Las Vegas Raiders. So stick around and let's have some fun. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to take a quick time out to say thank you to everyone who listens to me and continues to listen to me on a weekly basis. Remember, if you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe to me on the listening platform of your choice and leave me a good thumbs up rating so that more people can find out about this podcast. Also, if you like this podcast, do not underestimate the word of mouth. Make sure you tell your friends, you tell your family to give me a listen because they might also like what they hear. You can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, right here on Anchor. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsTalkBuff1. That's SportsTalk, B-U-F-F-1 on Twitter. You can also email me at SportsTalkBuffalo at Yahoo.com. Once again, thank you for listening. Now let's get on with the rest of the episode. Welcome to episode 70 of Sports Talk Buffalo. My goodness, what a week it was for the Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Bills fans, to say the least. My goodness, I probably had the highest blood pressure I have had in a very long time watching a sporting event. I cannot believe the Bills pulled it out in the end, beating the Rams 35-32. Josh Allen has ice water in his veins. My goodness, what a comeback win for the Buffalo Bills. But let's break it down a little bit further. We'll talk about Allen a little bit later. The Buffalo Bills moved to 3-0 and for the second straight season after, like I said, after giving Bills Mafia a near heart attack. Almost an absolute collapse as the Bills were up the dreaded 28-3 against the LA Rams and they let the Rams climb all the way back in to take a 32-28 lead against the Bills forcing them to win the game on a final drive from the Bills offense and Josh Allen. That is something that I wish the Bills would really, really clean up moving forward. We talked about it before. I cannot believe the Bills let the Rams get all the way back into this game and even take the lead. That cannot happen. I know the Bills ended up winning, but we are really playing with fire, letting good teams stick around. We have to develop that killer instinct and put our foot on the throat of these opponents and really bury them so that there is no coming back. Devin Singletary is somebody I wanted to talk about. He had a very, very good game in this and was able to take advantage against a relatively soft Rams run defense. I know Josh Allen exploded in this game. We'll talk about him later. But Devin Singletary 
with, like I said, was able to take advantage of a of a very soft run defense of the L.A. Rams, uh, who were giving up a 4.8-yard average coming into this game. Singletary carried the ball 13 times for 71 yards at 5.5 yards a carry. He also had a fantastic day receiving. He caught four passes for 50 yards, including one screen pass that was 34 yards where he made an absolutely incredible move, a, a stop, uh, like a stop-and-go juke that just essentially broke the ankles of the linebacker that had him dead to rights. A fantastic play for Devin Singletary, and he is showing his ability to make guys miss and really create things offensively for the Buffalo Bills. I have to say, I again, I've said this, I'm sure, quite a few times on this podcast, I was wrong about Devin Singletary. I absolutely hated the pick when the Bills grabbed him. I thought he is undersized. He is not fast. Uh, and and the, the Buffalo Bills were already uh, okay at uh, running back at the time. But I have to tell you, it was just a fantastic move by Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott once again, showing they know how to build through the draft. Getting Devin Singletary was just a a stroke of genius in the third round for the Buffalo Bills, and he has paid dividends right away for the Bills. Speaking of building through the draft, Gabe Davis stepped up big in place of an injured John Brown. John Brown was injured early in the game and did not play much, and Gabe Davis was the player to step up for the Buffalo Bills. As I said, he had a fantastic day catching four passes for 81 yards, a 20.2 average on the day. Now, all he did all of his damage in the first half of the Buffalo Bills game. He caught a beautiful, uh, he made a beautiful play on the sideline. He was wide open, and if Josh Allen leads him just a little bit down the field, he is probably scoring a very long touchdown as there was not a Ram within 15 yards of him down the field, but it was still a fantastic play. I believe a 38-yard reception down the left sideline, and he showed great awareness as he uh, is able to keep both feet in bounds near the sideline. Just fantastic body control on that one. He also had another catch later in this game that he was coming across the middle. Josh Allen throws it a little bit behind him and while running at full speed to his uh, to his left, Gabe Davis is able to make a spinning catch while continuing to run full speed and get upfield to get more yards after catch. He is somewhat, uh, I don't want to say of a revelation because he's not. He has been getting high praise all uh, training camp long, and a lot of times it's just kind of training camp talk. The rookies come in, oh, this kid's going to be special. I think Gabe Davis has a really big chance to be special for the Buffalo Bills, and I think that he is going to eventually take over for John Brown on that wide receiver two spot. He is uh, getting better every single game, and you're starting to see uh, him really contribute on the offensive side of the ball, and it is absolutely fantastic to watch. Now we're going to get into the play of Josh Allen. All week long, all we heard were the talking heads on ESPN talk about 
Well, he only played against Miami and the Jets. And Miami and the Jets, how is he going to do against a good defense? What is he going to do this upcoming Sunday? Well, guess what? He played a fantastic game, accounting for five touchdowns. He was 24 of 33 for 311 yards, four touchdowns passing, one interception, and one rushing touchdown. But now, where are the talking heads now? For ESPN and across the sports world, they have absolutely nothing to say. It is just crickets for all of the Josh Allen haters. Absolute crickets. This kid has shown that he can do it against good defenses, bad defenses. Doesn't matter. Josh Allen has taken the next step forward, and we don't. Ha- I don't think the build now. Obviously. He's going to regress a little bit. I don't think he can keep up this torrid pace that he is on. Over 70% completion percentage for all of the haters who said he is incredibly inaccurate. I am one of those people who did not know if Josh Allen would really pan out, and I thought that this was going to be a very big year as we see if Josh Allen is the true franchise quarterback or not. He has silenced all of the doubters. He has put me in my place, and I I, I could not be happier that Josh Allen has shut me the fuck up. Thank goodness. I am so excited that the Bills have found their franchise quarterback going uh, going forward. It is just an absolute fantastic thing for the Buffalo Bills as they have been searching for another franchise quarterback since the departure of Jim Kelly. My goodness. You know what, though? Here's the thing, too. I just seen on, I think it was, um, uh, pardon my take, or whatever stupid fucking show on ESPN. Josh, there people are still throwing shade at Josh Allen. He's one of the leading passers in the NFL. He is uh, breaking all Buffalo Bills records. He is looking good against uh, good defenses. And people are still hating on this kid. For what reason? I have no fucking idea. They, uh, I, I forgot who it was. I just seen a video on Twitter that talked about him, uh, uh, Josh Allen being, uh, you know, reckless and, 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 you know, not knowing, you know, how to get those plays out of his game. That's just who Josh Allen is. Honestly, Josh Allen is going to play sometimes with reckless abandon because he is an absolute winner and he will do anything it takes for his team to win the game. Is he going to make some silly plays? Absolutely. But what quarterback doesn't make silly plays sometimes? Josh Allen is the truth and you can take that to the bank I will stand up and say, once again, my name is Drew. I am the host of Sports Talk Buffalo, and I was wrong about Josh Allen. Something else I wanted to say, too, I was wrong about Brian Dable. Brian Dable has put together a fantastic game plan week after week for this offense, putting his players in position to be successful. And that is something that really, really worried me heading into this season as he had not had a very uh, a top-performing offense yet in the NFL. Uh, so far, through three games, he has completely shut me up as he has developed one of the most dynamic offenses in the entire NFL. So we're going to jump into some takeaways from the Buffalo Bills game and one of the first takeaways for the third week in a row, the Buffalo Bills got outplayed 
in the second half, getting outscored 29-14 to in all three weeks. The Buffalo Bills have been outscored in the second half, and for the life of me, I cannot understand why or the Buffalo Bills cannot come out after halftime and make the proper adjustments against uh, you know these teams who are continuously beating them up and down the field in the second half in the third and fourth quarter. It is something that needs to be fixed if the Buffalo if the Bills really want to be a true contender for the Super Bowl in the NFL. Buffalo's coaching staff. Here's the second takeaway. Buffalo's coaching staff needs to develop a killer instinct. Instinct. They let teams hang around uh, far, far too much. We've seen it throughout the entire coaching career of Sean McDermott at his time with Buffalo. They just don't seem to have that killer instinct to bury teams and put them away when they have them in a vulnerable spot. Point in case was this game. The Bills were up 28-3. to and they just could not put the Rams away in this game. This game should not have even come down to the final play of the game, essentially, for the Bills, the final drive. They shouldn't have had to put Josh Allen in that position to make that play. Uh, It's just something that they have to absolutely clean up, and I'm sure that they're working on it. They have to figure out a way to bury these teams when the, the the offense and the defense are both playing well, like in the first half of this game, there's no like I said, there's no way they should have given up that many points straight to uh, any team in the NFL to let them come back and you know take the lead in this game. My next takeaway is the defense is not the same defense as we had last year. This is not a top five defense. They are getting their fucking asses torn up in the secondary over and over and over again. They gave up less than 20 points per game last year, and they are giving up over 25 points per game through three games this year. That is something that if the Bills truly want to be a contender this year, they cannot have games where they're back-to-back weeks, the Buffalo Bills have given up 28 points or more and have allowed 5.2 yards per carry against the Rams. They need to be better in order to compete in the NFL. Yes, I know they came out with a W today, but you cannot ask Josh Allen and the offense to win you every single game. Uh, Championships are won by defense, as we've seen time and time and time again in the NFL, like I said, defense wins championships. I know the offense is fun to watch, and it is, you know, it's something of a revelation for the Buffalo Bills. It's something that we haven't seen here in Bills Mafia in a very long time. But again, defense wins championships, and they have to be better for the Bills to be able to contend for a Super Bowl uh, this year and in the future. My fourth takeaway of this game is that the Bills offense is really, really, really good. They are really good. And it, like I said before, they are fun to watch. They are averaging over 31 
points per game to start the season, and they just carved up a very solid Rams defense, something that everyone around the NFL did not think that Josh Allen and this offense can do. And we've seen glimpses of what they could potentially be last year, but that they were just missing one piece. And that one piece is here. That one piece is Stephon Diggs, a number one, a true number one receiver that can take the pressure off of the other wide receivers so that guys like John Brown, Cole Beasley aren't facing, you know, number one corners in the NFL and that they're getting their second and third, and you know, they're getting their nickel corners. And as we seen yesterday, Cole Beasley's going to tear them up. He had six catches for over 100 yards in this game. He played an absolutely fantastic game. He was a big reason why the Bills uh, were able to come away with a W in this game, catching uh, a, a pass on third and 22 to get the first down. Again, just this offense is just so, so, so good. Uh, the only thing that needs to be better on this team is the performance of the defense. Now, if the defense can play the way they played in the second or in the first half of this game, it wouldn't have even been close, in my opinion. Uh, I know that they only gave up three points, and that that's not really realistic, but. The thing was, the Rams were moving the ball against the Bills, but they tightened up when they needed to. And, you know, it was like a bend but don't break type thing. If you can hold teams to field goals, you're going to win, especially with an offense as dynamic as the one the Bills have. And my last takeaway from this game, as I stated earlier, I was wrong about Brian Dable as he has helped take Josh Allen to the next level, to MVP level. And that is something that, you know, is huge for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen is is in the MVP ca- uh, conversation around the league, uh, and that is something that two years ago we would not have even been able to fathom. Not only has he helped Josh Allen take his game to a level that we could not have imagined, but he has helped uh, build one of the best offenses in the entire NFL, and that is going to be fun to watch in the future uh, of the rest of this season, I should say. That's going to do it for this segment. Stick around for the next segment as I'm going to give you a brief preview of the Bills vs. Raiders Week 4 matchup uh, in the upcoming segment. All right, let's jump into segment number two. We're going to be talking about the Bills versus the Raiders preview. The Bills head to Las Vegas to take on the 2-1 Raiders, who are coming off of a 36-20 loss against AF, the Bills' AFC East rivals, the New England Patriots. And I think the Patriots are going to be a little bit better than a lot of people thought. The Patriots themselves are 2-1, and they lost their one game against the Seattle Seahawks, who are an absolutely phenomenal team. So it's going to be very interesting moving forward as we continue to watch how the New England Patriots are doing. Let's talk about the Raiders here now, as this is going to be the 40th matchup all time uh, for the Bills versus the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders hold a 21-18 to all-time record against the Buffalo Bills. This season, the Raiders are averaging 29.3 points per game through their first three games and 375 yards of offense. 
in both wins, the Raiders held possession for over 31 minutes, and in their loss, just 26 minutes time of possession. So control of the game is going to be very, very important in this game. If the Raiders control the ball, uh, they are going to, obviously, you know, this is a stupid statement, they're going to have a better chance to win. Uh, they don't have a very explosive offense, and they are dealing with a ton of injuries. In three games, the Raiders are averaging 125 yards per game on the ground, uh, with their leading rusher being Josh Jacobs. He has 68 carries for 252 yards and three touchdowns. Now, I know that that is not that doesn't sound like a ton. He's only averaging 3.7 yards per carry, but the team as a whole is averaging over uh, four yards per carry, and they have a very strong run game in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, some Something else that the Bills need to make sure that they control uh, as their secondary has looked very vulnerable is slowing down Derek Carr. Derek Carr is looking to continue his strong start as he's averaging uh, 261 yards per game and over 74% completion percentage with six touchdowns and no interceptions through his first three games. The Buffalo Bills are going to be hoping to change that number. His favorite targets are his tight end, Darren Waller, 20 receptions, 159 yards, and one touchdown, and Hunter Renfro, 11 catches from 142 and one touchdown. Both Waller and Renfro are dealing with injuries, so that might affect how uh, that might affect how effective Derek Carr can be in this game. And the Buffalo Bills have also had trouble in the first few games uh, covering tight ends, especially with a uh, less than one hundred percent Matt Milano. It's going to be a very tall task for the Buffalo Bills to handle uh, Darren Waller provided he is able to suit up and play. Like I said, he is dealing with an injury himself. The keys to victory in this game is going to be the Buffalo Bills defense slowing down the Raiders' run game. As I stated, they the Raiders are averaging 4.3 yards per carry overall, and the Bills are giving up 4.6 yards per carry to opponents on this season. That is going to be something to watch moving forward. You're going to need more out of your linebacking core as Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds. I know they're not playing at 100%, but both of those guys uh, need to start making tackles and need to start shutting, helping shut down the run game along with the front four of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, another key to the game is the Bills need to take advantage of the Raiders' Weak run defense as the Raiders give up 5.6 yards per carry to opponents on the season. And you have somebody like you, like I was talking about in the first segment, Devin Singletary, who averaged over five yards a carry against the LA Rams. I think you got to feed this kid the ball a little bit more. You got to give him 15 to 20 touches uh, in the backfield and then maybe five, you know, the three to four catches. Uh, you know, coming out of the backfield. He is a game changer. He is a very good player. He just simply makes plays for the Buffalo Bills. And I think in this game, you need to get him involved in order for the Bills to have an opportunity to win. 
Another key to this game is the Bills' strength is obviously their passing game so far this year. Can they win against a stingy secondary of the Raiders? Uh, The Raiders are giving up just 242 yards per game and have allowed just three passing touchdowns and taken the ball away twice from Newton, Breeze, and Bridgewater. So that's going to be something that the Bills are going to absolutely need to win this game is they're going to have to play very well against a very stingy defense Uh, A very stingy secondary, I should say, not defense. A very stingy secondary. Can Josh Allen continue to be Josh Allen that we've seen through the first three games? That's going to be a big thing to watch moving forward. And the last key to victory in this one for me is the Bills must play a full 60-minute game, both offensively and defensively. There is no more of this you know, playing three-quarters garbage, this three-quarters shit that the Bills seemingly play uh, regularly. The Bills must play a full 60-minute game. They must learn how to put teams away, and they, they, they must do it for a full 60 minutes in order to have continued success in this league. My prediction for this game is that the Buffalo Bills will win 31-24 to and that Josh Allen will throw for 268 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. He may run, Josh Allen may also run for a touchdown. And I also have Singletary getting 120 all-purpose yards and one touchdown in this game. Take it to the bank. I think the Bills walk out of Las Vegas 4-0 and and uh, move on to, again, be one of the better teams in the NFL. I think Josh Allen is changing a lot of minds, not just in Bills Mafia, but around the league. He is the truth, and I cannot wait for the rest of the season. That's going to do it for this episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. Uh, Remember, if you like what you're hearing, tell your friends, tell your family that they can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, right here on Anchor. They can follow me on Twitter at SportsTalkBuff1. That's SportsTalkBuff1 on Twitter. They can also email me directly at SportsTalkBuffalo at Yahoo.com or SportsTalkBuffalo at gmail.com, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you guys for listening, and I hope you have a fantastic week.